Hiya. It's the end of season two. Well, it was the end of season two last week, and um, it's not the beginning of season three yet. We are backstage at the Bluebird. I am here. My name is Johnny Ellis. Uh, with me, as always, is Mr. Andrew Jones. I don't know what time it is anymore, then. What time is it? It's 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 music time. Oh, we're not watching an episode. We're not watching an episode. We are listening to season two soundtrack, part two of season two soundtrack. Because remember, halfway through the season, we listened to part one. Yeah, we did. Look back, we? Listened back over the songs. Yeah, dance party. Our favorites. Yeah. Did we? Yeah, we picked. Well, we didn't. I don't. Who's think the we? We did a list. You, you, you and me. All your mm. favorites were Gunnar Scott's, obviously. Mm. Um. Well, I'm looking at the uh, the performers on this track album. I can't see Gunnar Scott anywhere. So uh, this gonna be a better album then, right? Wait, hold on. So you, do do you not like Gunnar Scott, but you do like Sam Played? Gladio. What if I said yes? <laughs> well, if you said yes, uh, I've got news for you. There's the same. There's the same person. They're one and the same. No. Yeah. No, that's like saying you know, Matt Damon and a good person are the same person. <laughs> um, well, shall we kick off uh, the album with? Um, track number one there's 21 tracks to get through exciting yeah. and what's this one this is he ain't gonna change who sings it oh i thought I'd listen to a bit first oh her james the queen of country yes but he'll try his best Make you fall in love with him. Did she have a car accident once? <laughs> she did indeed. What's that? I've been that can't oh, be Rainer. That's Julia uh, Barn. Singer of Telescope. <laughs> Tripping the singing about him. Who's him? The band, the finish. Same one. They song. Same one. They're always singing about because he ain't gonna change. We know that now. Um. So that was he ain't gonna change, sung by Rainer James and Juliet Barnes, written by Al Anderson and Catherine. Uh, Karen Rochelle. How much money uh, do you reckon they made off of this? Oh, all the money. Four hundred million. A grand. Four hundred grand. Yeah. Yeah. A smooth, a smooth um, Scott. Well, speaking of Grand, it was performed at uh, the Grand Ole Opry in the aftermath of Juliet being attacked over a doctored video of her apparently saying there is no God. There is no God, though. There is no God. Yeah, there is no that. God. We know this. That was let this song not be the first song on the album. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's an interesting one to kick off with, but I guess... It's got the slide guitar, it's got the drums, it's got your two stars mm. right there. For Nashville, it's exactly what Nashville, the show, is setting itself to be. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, not interesting, it's exactly marketable. It's, it's exactly marketable. But Jeff Porton doesn't have to market it. So. Um, Jeff Portnoy? Jeff, Jeff Fordham. 
Jeff Portnoy. I say Jeff Portnoy is the star of the Fatties Part Two. I've never. I don't know. You know the Fatties Part Two. No. Jeff Portnoy plays all the characters. He plays the 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 son, the daughter, the mother, the father, the grandfather, and the okay. grandmother, and he's farting around. And there's like one of them's like a biker guy. I remember. All right. I was like, oh my god, you did not. It's a classic. So, uh, same same company who did uh, the Tug Speedman franchise, uh, Scorcher. Uh, you know Scorcher, right? No. Yeah, it's was it Scorcher Six, wasn't it? Someone left the fridge open. He says, because it's like the meltdown. No what about Satan's Alley? You remember Satan's Alley? That was the same no. production what company. Is this? I don't know. I honestly don't know any of the titles you're telling me here. Kirk Lazarus? No. Who played Neil Armstrong? He was no. now he, he was now with Toby Maguire. He's playing like uh, their two gay monks. I have no idea what's going on. No. They're all they're all working together on uh, that uh, that uh, oh what do you call it that Vietnam film Tropic Thunder. Oh right, okay, right, okay. So these are all films within films in Tropic Thunder. There's a trailer at the start of Tropic Thunder, you imbecile. I've not seen Tropic Thunder in years. I don't remember. And does that matter? <laughs> yes, because I don't remember it. I've not seen it in years. It lives inside me. <laughs> Let's go on to the next song. Because <laughs> I've got nothing to contribute to that conversation. <laughs> right, this is a good one. I like this one. Okay, so we're just tapping onto a beat, are we? Mm-hmm. Oh, Charlie Rose. Shady Rose. Also known as Zoe Dalton. Rick Dalton. <laughs> Cross has all been just the same, Such a good song. I like the guitar in that. Like it's got like a little bit of pep to it. Uh, that was "I Ain't Living Without Your Love," uh, written by Striking Matches and Kerry Barlow, performed by Avery Barclay, Zoe Dalton, and everyone's favourite, but Andrew's most most favourite, Gunnar Scott. So would you say this is the Avery Barclay band now? Yeah, this is basically the Avery Barclay band. Round two. Or, or the Gunner Scott band, really. Well, not really. Because it's Gunner that everyone wants to come see. I mean, no, because Zoe's your lead on that one. Yeah, true. Um, um, yeah, okay, so you didn't ask me about He Ain't Gonna Change. Yeah, well, I didn't ask you, but we were talking about it, so... Yeah, but you didn't bother to do the to, to see how what I you, felt. You didn't care you, about... You, you've, in, the, in the time you know me, you've never cared about my feelings, which is fascinating. <laughs> I like hearing it change. I think that's a nice little song. 
Oh, really? There, but there are a couple of songs here. You know, usually I'll listen to like one a minute and a half. And as I've said in the last couple of uh, times we've done this, yeah. they they come up with a verse, a chorus, and maybe a bridge so they can put it into an episode. And the rest of it's just kind of recycle, recycle, recycle. And I just go through it and go like, yeah, I get it now. Yeah. There are a couple on this album I listened all the way through. Oh. These first two I listened all the way through. This one especially. The so- peppy chorus has, it. it, it it's got this drum beat to it, this drum and the guitar beat to it, this all this rhythm. Yeah. Which is really nice. Da 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 ba da 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 ba. I didn't realise that you listened to the actual like I know I put this in a playlist for us for when we record, but I didn't know because you texted me a a few days in advance going, is there a playlist ready? But I just thought you were curious if I'd made a playlist, if I'd you know um I didn't realise you you listened to the to the whole album. I'm not going in here just listening to things going like, oh, I like this now. No, I want to hear it out of context so then I can understand it within the context. Yeah. All right. That's nice. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've not done that myself, but I don't need to because I've listened to this like for years. And yeah, no, this is, this is in your blood, but this is me <laughs> yeah. coming to it. And, uh, exactly, yeah. There's, another one, there's definitely another one coming up. We'll hear it and I'll be like, oh, that's the one. I mean, if it's not the one I'm thinking of, then like there's there's one main song for the whole season that sums everything up. But this is believing. I don't remember. Oh, this is good. How I got here. It's Carrie Brothers. My yeah. Sometimes my fingers. It was my brothers, it's father and daughter. You've got a nice voice. When I hit the feeling that my prayers have hit the ceiling, and those are good days when my faith is lost on me. Would you go see them live? Wait, Only at an, inter- an, in- an intimate place, right? Uh, Maddie, Maddie um, Conrad and, sorry, Maddie Claiborne and Deacon Claiborne. Okay, how intimate are we talking here? <laughs> how intimate do you want? I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about if it's a place in which it's got rafters and pillars, or if it's a place which is basically held up by shelving units, because... If it's the latter, I'm not going to a Manny Claiborne concert because <laughs> that's just setting yourself up to some sort of dangerous situation. God, no. Yeah, that's a real collective. Thing. We would not want Maddie near shelving units. We don't we want shelving units near Maddie. Yeah. They should be the one with a restraining order. Not Maddie yeah. should be the restraining order. Maddie is innocent as all yeah. affair. How dare you suggest that actually she's the one who's been putting herself in danger just to, you know, <laughs> gaslight the world into saying <laughs> shelving units are evil. No, the shelving unit is collapsing onto the child. <laughs> um, well, the, the info here I've got is just that Believing is performed by Deacon Claiborne, Maddie Claiborne, and uh, performed in season two. Right, but uh, it's actually an amazing there. So yeah. Is it just they're a package well, deal, no, so says, even if it's only one of them? It says Maddie and Daphne, but I don't I don't count Maddie. I don't count Daphne. 
Don't count Daphne, coming soon on CBS. It's, it's, it's Deacon and Maddie, that's father and daughter, and this, um... <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna bring a weird reference out. Do you remember when um when uh, Barney's brother in How I Met Your Mother found his uh found his dad? No, I, I don't I, remember much about How I Met Your Mother. It kind of sieved through my brain after yeah. five seasons. Well, at the end of uh, the episode where um, Barney's brother, I can't remember his name, but it's the guy from um, Who's Line? Which one? Ryan um, Stiles. No. Colin Mercury. No. Greg Proops. No. Heather Ann Campbell. No. James Mangum. No. Uh, Chip Eston. No. <laughs> Charles Eston. Um, Special Wayne guest Brady. Robin Williams. Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady. Oh, from The Good Fight. Yes. From the current season of The Good Fight. Yeah, sure. Um, at the end of the episode where Wayne Brady's uh, character meets his dad, they're singing, they're playing piano together. And um, Who's his father? Uh, Who's his father? Uh, and how do they meet? <laughs> only does a whole TV show about it. Mm, um, Drew Tarver. <laughs> no, who's uh, his father in that show? Uh, there's a picture of him here, but I don't know. A picture of the father. And it's Anthony Hopkins. Who <laughs> plays his father in how how Himium? Um Himium. Himium. Yeah, H-I-M-Y-M, Himium. Alright, I'm gonna But the whole point was that uh, at the end of the episode, Wayne Brady's character and the dad are singing together and um Barney keeps interrupting because he's just accepted that this is his dad as well. But I'm gonna find out. Uh Himium. Who's his uh, father? Is it someone? Do you actually know who his father is? Who is his father? I'm trying to again. Sived. James Stinson is the character. You know the character name. That's deep. <laughs> James Stinson, dad. Episode. Um, who is James's dad? Uh, Sam Gibbs is the character name Sam played Gibson. by when this loads. Oh, I'm on the How I Met Your Mother wiki now. <laughs> it's going to be like a, it's a dial-up. We just see like little slivers coming through. Ben Vereen. Ben Vereen. Wow. Ring a bell? I haven't heard that name in a long time. Uh, Is he dead? Did he die? Ben Vereen. Oh, is he from All That Jazz? Are you from All That Jazz? Uh, no, born 10th of October 1946. Yeah. Top five. Roots, all that jazz, and Grey's Anatomy are his, are his top five things. Wait, which Grey's Anatomy? Which Grey's Anatomy? The TV show, or is it on the Steven Soderbergh film? No, TV show. Oh, okay. Well, he, sometimes you never know. Maybe you yeah. know, it'll say he, your top, you know, your top four on IMDb is I don't know, Independence Day, Independence Day Resurgent, and King of the Hill. You're like, wait, which King of the Hill? <laughs> the Steven Soderbergh movie or the TV show? <laughs> um well yeah he um in that episode um barney keeps popping in to sing with them and like interrupting a nice moment and i feel like that's what maddie's doing <laughs> maddie's interrupting a nice moment with daphne yeah. and uh the deacon daphne is in oh jesus ah oh well, all right i thought you were talking about the double d's having a nice moment together <laughs> yeah. now she's considering becoming daughter daphne 
Daphne. Which would be so sweet. And Maddie's oh. like, no, 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 no. You've got Teddy. You have Theodore <laughs> Conrad forever now. You two are locked yeah. forever. I'm going to die by shelving unit. <laughs> Aww. Don't spoil the end of season six. Oh, my God. Well, look, that's the only way it's going to have to go down. <laughs> go the down. The final episode is she's playing guitar <laughs> and suddenly we see... Yeah, Shelby giving it crawling through, getting through security, bumping off a couple of people, walking through the uh, backstage area, saying, <laughs> you know, showing everyone the lanyard, going, no, no, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, shelving units. I'm very important to the whole road show. And so people are just lugging him on stage. One of the roadies puts him right behind Maddie's and starts putting some stuff on the shelf, a bowling ball, a bear trap, <laughs> a samurai sword, a chainsaw, all the fun things. And suddenly, oh. it's just like the, the end of the wrestler. You see it falling off a frame, and the crowd start cheering, but then suddenly, Bruce Springsteen starts playing. Oh. <laughs> well, let's move from, um, from the Conrad slash the, uh, the, yeah, the girls to the straightest man in Nashville. Wow. Coming up now on Hard Stage five, stage five. And his hats! picture that I've got on um, the Nashville wiki it's a uh, is, <laughs> is him with you, you can see his hair because he's got no hat on it's like uh, the picture of a men at work is a picture of a bunch of men hanging out and a picture of uh, men without hats is, pe- is a right. picture <laughs> of men wearing hats well, what's going on here they're actively <laughs> doing the other thing you're not meant to be doing Girls allowed is a bunch of girls, but they're silenced because it's a still image. It's not an audio file. <laughs> Written by Shane McCannelly, uh, Josh Osborne, and uh, Trevor Rosen. Uh, what did you think of this one? I, I would. I'm very interested in how you feel about this song. This okay? is, that, you know, that kind of national song where it just it just sounds exactly like you have an opening or a welcome back from commercial sound to wake yeah. to say, hey, it's music. It's noise. Doesn't really feel like it's anything. Yeah, he's he's got that um that sound that you can, you know he 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 fits the the thing that Edge Hill were trying to get him to do. 
which clean is, country. Yeah. And which, it, it should and, sound grungier or a bit more overblown, but it's all perfectly, you know, antiseptic. But also, but also like uh, singing other people's songs. Like this didn't feel like a Will Lexington song. Well, what is a Will Lexington song? Well, that's the thing. We don't really know yet because okay. since he joins Edge Hill, that's I feel like their main main focus for him has been we're going to get you uh, writers to write. But we songs know what he was movie. like when he, you know, came and lived next to the big bungalow for the bungalow. Yeah, house. yeah, true. And then he, you know, moved up to uh, a Highway sixty five. So we yeah. must we must have known his artistic temperament at that point, right? Yeah, but or was question, he still just finding his voice? It was, it was still just kind of finding his voice, I think. And then he he got he jumped onto Edge Hill too quick to for us to really get a feel of him. I feel musically. Only musically, you haven't got a feel of. Him. Yeah, I mean, what have you got a feel of? We've all, we've all got a feel of uh, Will Lexington. We haven't got a feel of Will Lexington. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. He hasn't got eyes for me. Is he straight? He's he's wildly straight. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's straightest straight. man in Nashville, they say. Straightest man in Nashville. Is well, the he, he, that even, even Denny Conrad can't be as straight as him. <laughs> um, well, let's go on so, to... So he's voted new Nashville mayor because of uh, <laughs> his arrow-like straightness. <laughs> oh, now we've got our two favourite characters of the whole show. Coleman? Oh, that voice. When the sun goes down. Good song. Right, you got to say that voice now. No, no, not, not now, sorry. Yep, there we go. Oh, that voice. <laughs> How does she get up that octave? <laughs> song with our two favourite characters. Uh, that's Lately, written by Sally Barnes, Ashley Monroe and Sarah Siskind, performed by Scarlett O'Connor and Gunnar Scott. Sorry, Scarlett Scott and Gunnar Scott eventually. Surely. Right. Not raising to the bait this time. <laughs> <laughs> then if she marries him, then she'll have the same surname as you have on HP Max. But here's the thing. Yeah. Why are you saying that Scarlett O'Connor has uh, no ability to keep her own name, or in fact, make Gunner take her name? I think I feel like she's very traditional. No, she's not. <laughs> she's paving forward throughout the world and saying, "This is how you're meant to live." Actually, <laughs> what did you, you stand our queen? What do you think of um of lately? This is very nice. It is. Those two it's... voices really, really accentuate each other. That's Which voice nice do you prefer? That's not fair. Don't make me answer <laughs> that. Sam's voice in this is very good. Gunner's voice? Sa- the, the, Gunner. the character that Sam's Gunner's playing got... his voice. Gunner's got... Can you just Can say you something hear like that? how 
high he gets without going bullshit falsetto. Yeah. And still having resonance. It's a really good performance, hopefully. God damn right it is. I knew you'd come around eventually, see? I can come around to talent, but not people. <laughs> well, let's see if we come around to the next song. Why would we want to come around to the next song when it's already here? It's all wrong for the right reasons. It's got an ethereal opening. Oh, sorry. It's decided to attack me. <laughs> I specifically recall this song being in the episode uh, Your Good Girl's Gonna Go Bad, uh, which is the one where sort of... Um, she goes bad. Yeah. where She's uh, a good girl. Yeah. Scarlet's, Scarlet's dealing with, with some stuff. And, oh, is this the uh, rehab one? Yeah. Uh, and I remember, um, was this at the beginning or was it like a sort of break in between the shit that was going down and, and Raina? I don't and, remember specifics. It, But it... The, the feel of the song does feel like you know she's she's taking a breather and and singing a, a little song for herself. She's you know she's got to do this because this is work, but she's also got to deal with um the Scarlet situation as well. But she's taking a break to deal with work, and it it just feels like the two are connected somehow. I don't know. The, the, I feel the like it builds into a fight song. Yeah, that chorus is like uh, right. I, I've I've, I've kind of accumulated everything I need to think about and now I'm just going to fight through everything to make sure everything goes well. Yes, exactly. And it, it works really well for the, the situation that it's uh, it was put into. Um, like I like the chorus on this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice, wonderful song. Nice feeling to it. I don't think there's going to be any songs that we don't like in this, in this album. Are you sure? <laughs> okay. Because now you said that, we're going to get to some, I'm sure. Well, this was written by uh, Chris Dister. Stefano, Rosie Colon, Golan, and Natalie Henby, by the way, uh, performed by Raina James, of course. Um, I, I'm worried about the next song now, but apparently it's everything I'll never need, so. You'll never need. <laughs> <laughs> I've got rain, but I've got shine. I I've been broken and I've been bruised All I had, I had to lose No more singing the morn out blues Been singing them way too long I don't know what, what keeps me rolling But I know what, what gets me through The taste of honey and your sweet, sweet kiss You're dinner bell, I'm never missed Found the fun 
That's a nice one. No? It's nice. It's very airy. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like an advert song. Yeah, but it's it's, it's nice and it's and it's our two um Yeah, it's our new couple you'll never need. (laughs) It's it's our new couple of the of the show. Um Avery and Juliet. No, that can't be. What what can't be? Well, because Juliet was in a thrapple. Yes, she was. But they were too poor for her. It was Gerard Lifria. (laughs) But they were too poor for her, as we we established. Or as you keep establishing. I don't think she was ever snobbish about how much money she had by comparison, because she came from nothing. Yeah. So when she saw those those two poor people who had uh, a whole bunch of radio stations and yet not a house to live in. And uh, that works, actually, her coming from nothing, because um, this song was the song that she sings when Avery takes her busking in a bid to improve her mood following negative exposure since the leaked of a video of her declaring that there was no God made her into a hate figure. Well, 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 no, no, there is no God. There is no God. Who would ever allow this song <laughs> to be everything you will ever need? <laughs> Written by... Um, it's, it's, a good, it's a good busking song. If you yeah. walk past and listen to this, be like, yeah, that's a... You'd stop for a second. You'd tap Maybe away you as, you yeah. walked, as you heard it echo by. Yeah. And you uh, might written... turn around and go, actually, I'll give him a couple of dollars. Yeah. It's weird because we're in the underground. <laughs> Which no, underground? Nashville. Nashville underground? The Nashville underground. I didn't know you were part of Nashville underground. Yeah. Six five. I can't. can't talk about it. Um, written by Dylan Altman and Kate York. Performed by Juliet and Avery in season two episodes, Just For What I Am. Which is everything I'll ever need. Let's go into the next one. Um, let's have a little joy parade, shall we? Excuse me? <laughs> Not work. Socially distanced. Ew. Are we gonna be party? Nice, nice little sister catch-up song. Where's the joy parade? Um, the joy parade is in our hearts. It was in our hearts all along. How'd you buy a ticket to that then? What, what, what are we talking about? Is there like a VIP area? Is there early bird specials? You have to book in advance, or can you get it? Get it? Will cool. VIP areas. The um for the joy parade is in the the party that's in my pants. So. 
We don't have to pay for that, right? That's no, you don't have to pay for it. You know that. That's you comps. Yeah. Because I'm calling the comps. <laughs> um, written by Jill Andrews and Josh Leo, performed by Maddie Conrad. Uh, sorry, Maddie Claiborne and Thank Daphne you. Conrad. Yeah. Um, They're two people of... who don't even know each other, so it's interesting they harmonise so well. How do they? It's it's like they were made for each other, and yet you know they have no relation whatsoever, right? They do have a relation. They've just got half a relation that, that what they believe they had. So the theoretically, first. only yeah. half an octave connected. Yeah, but yeah. they harmonise so well. It doesn't yeah, sound imagine like if they were holding on the blacklist. <laughs> imagine if they were holding an octave connected, and not just half. Imagine how powerful that would be. There's what do you think about this? <laughs> do, you like, do you like your pride? Fun? Choice? Uh, it's, 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 you know, fairy dust, isn't it? It just disappears quickly. Oh, well. All right, well, you keep listening to the soundtrack, and when you find a song that you like again, you uh, come find me. Why would I want to do that? Because that's the name of... Never mind. Find someone. Did it succeed? <laughs> Hope so. I feel like it, it does it. <laughs> Standing in the shadows alone, waiting for someone. Always thinking he's about to show up. But he never does But if you That's a nice one. I like that one. No? Doing nothing? Oh, no, I talk to, ask me a question instead. What did you think of uh, Come Find Me? How no, do you feel about Come Find Me? Wasn't there a question you asked me about the first time we heard Scarlet O'Connor? In this episode. In this episode? Oh, um, oh who, what? The voice? Mmm. Good what, voice. Oh, right, okay. It's a really good voice. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, yeah, it's not good anymore. No, because the <laughs> thing is... Scott. The thing is, she can do those quite high, you know, reaching, interesting points. And then she can do this kind of down low, bit mm. darker tinge. It's very I adaptable, don't... very malleable voice. I don't know why, but I like the use of Oli Oli Oxenfree in this. Is it Oxenfree, did she say? She does the Oli Oli and yeah. kind of mumbles the last part. Um, the lyrics, the lyrics I've got here say oxen free, but I don't think she actually. I think them. she, I think she artistically avoids yeah. the X because yeah. that's yeah. really hard to put into a thing. Yeah. I'm free. 
Well, we all know what she's. What we she, know what she means. Yeah, what she means. You know, it's 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 not subtle. Yeah, but it's still nice. It fits. It's good. Yeah, and that that is this, is this the longest one on the album as well? The what? Longest track on the album. Um, four thirty-five. Yeah, it's the longest one of the album, and uh, yeah, this is this is one of the ones I listen to all the way through. Yeah, um, <laughs> that opening that opening line is really good as well. Standing in the shadow of love, just that that kind of tune. Yeah, but particularly with her, the way she does it with her voice, because you're not expecting yeah. that to come out of her like that. Yeah, and it feels like, oh, this is like, yeah, it, it's ominous in a way. It's mysterious. Yeah, yeah, it pulls you in. It's good. It really is. It's good. This is such a good album. I'll tell you what would be a great like, album. All Scarlet. All Scarlet. Well, there is an All Scarlet album. Is it All Scarlet? Yeah, yeah, there's there's, there's albums for characters. Albums for characters, okay. Yeah. What's um, Teddy's album like? <laughs> it's just the sound of silence. Because we all know he doesn't, he doesn't know country music. He might not know country music, but sound of silence is a country. <laughs> True. Does he do Bridge Over Travel Water as well? <laughs> is he is he specifically focused on you know um, interior and architectural situations of ancient cities? About how he's we built this city. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're going for okay. You're going for a whole city theme of <laughs> albums. Yeah, just, well, the idea of uh, anything it's one of those uh, one of those things. You'd we're see on the on... road to nowhere. <laughs> it's got the word road in it, so it just sounds like it's you know dealing with. Oh, potholes. I want to see this infomercial. <laughs> I don't know whether <laughs> I want to see it as a skit on Who's Line. Or no, no, it doesn't need to be definitely not a skit on Who's Line. Absolutely, it has to be. We get, you know. <laughs> Three o'clock get... in the morning, flipping through the channels, and they've switched on an infomercial, and it's Teddy Conrad. It's a full <laughs> seven minutes. So we get him to do it himself. He, he can talk about Blockbuster a bit if he needs to. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's if you if you order now, you'll get a free blockbuster rental, <laughs> <laughs> and then halfway for the infomercial, you'll get a free blockbuster uh, rental. <laughs> Wait, what? When? <laughs> what? Is there a documentary on it? Oh, I'm been oh no! <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> I just want to watch that. All right, let's... No, when, when, when would you think it would be available to watch this infomercial? Oh, three, four o'clock in the morning. So, so when would it's you say it's on? It's on tonight, I'd say. I gave you your ear. Yeah, sorry, I got too involved. <laughs> Too manly at this point. Got some pride. Wow. I can't deal with this. Girls are ready to 
God damn. Even so, that, it's like... This it's is not, a sausage party. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a song I would... Um, Listen to ever yeah. in your life. But then if it's on, it's on tonight. You know, you, you'd, you'd get into it. Would you get into the party they're going to? Oh, yeah, yeah. Would yeah. you? Yeah. Can you make a list? Oh, no. I, I feel like it's, I it's pretty selective. I wouldn't get into it. I wouldn't, like, be allowed in, inside. I, I, You'd have to you dress know. up as a as a uh, shelving unit, have a yes. lanyard, get yourself on stage somehow. <laughs> uh, this is written by Brett Beavers, uh, Dustin Lynch, and David Lee Murphy. Formed David by Lynch Liquid. and Dustin Lee Murphy? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a great idea for a song. <laughs> Um, performed by Luke Wheeler. It's about the weather. Uh, <laughs> it's Luke, uh, Luke hands off to Wheeler, uh, Freakin' Deacon Cle- Claiborne, Wait. and um, Will Lexington, who doesn't get a nickname. Will Straight Lexington. Will Straight Le- Lexington, yeah. Who, wait, who, who, who Wheeler? Luke hands off to Wheeler. Mm. Or Will's up Wheeler. Ah, Will's up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Will's up. I don't know which one I prefer. Well, I know which one was in the second half of the season. Yeah, so. yeah, all right, fair enough. And Freakin' Deacon Claiborne. Oh, man. We know he's Freakin' Deacon because he freaked so hard he got a child out of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you like this one? You gonna... it's not I, one... Wish it, I wish it was dirtier. Yeah. Those guitars are too clean when it's meant to be like them on stage performing this all together. Yeah. I want to hear some feedback. I want to hear some crowd noise over it. I want it to make it sound like it's some sort of uh, someone takes it in the audience. I want that sense for this one. Oh, yeah. I get that. Yeah. yeah. But it still yeah. works for what it is. I mean, they're, they're free. And what it is, it's a sausage fest. Yeah, very much a sausage fest that mm-hmm. I want to be part of. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, are, you, are you feeling thirsty? Well, water? Yeah, I've got a bottle of water here. From, you see from a little bit of Hennessy. No, what? What even is that? Isn't that it? What is it? It is a drink, definitely. Yeah, it's a whiskey. Uh, definitely not then. <laughs> Cognac. Sorry, brandy. Worse. <laughs> Long build-up. Mm-hmm. Pretty worth it. Oh yeah. My home when I was young. So my heart for a song. I may be wrong to think you'd sing along. The hardest thing ever had to do stand up straight and try to love me. Just go like this forever. What? Just go like this forever. Yeah, yeah. Good, isn't it? I mean, I would love to be in a bar with this playing. Solo now. Still the hardest thing I ever had to do was stand up straight and try to love you. Oh. Damn, that's a good song. 
that slaps. I mean, that's that's the first one during this album that I've uh, been tapping my toes to, and I can't stop myself tapping my toes. Come, to. come find me was a tapper. Yeah, that was. But this is the first. It was a, it was a dark approach back. tapper. Yeah, but this is the first one where it's like, oh, oh yeah, I'm 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 hooting and hollering. You know, but that's just you know. I'm in the back of the bar. Whiskey, that's what happens. Raising raising my drink up high. I just love it. I love the the long stretches with the with the words. You like the 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 more cool and response at the same time for an audience. The audience yeah. knows this is all you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a there's a there's a downtime when you can then have a conversation before you get it back out. Um. So you can take your drink. Written by Taylor Burns, Chris Hennessy, uh, Joel King, Levi Wolfmeyer, um, Wolfmeyer, sorry, and oh. Richard Young, and performed by Avery Barclay, Gunnar Scott, and Zoe Dalton. And the, this little bands that we we saw glimpses of this season, but never really, you know, they they all went their own ways eventually, very quickly, far too quickly. Don't yeah, like within wish, two episodes, right? Yeah. Don't you wish we'd seen more and just seen just a whole season's worth of the whole season's worth of Gunner not being on his own, being able to hang out with other people who might, yeah. you know, limit the Gunnerness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not, uh, not commenting on that. Because um, you can never limit the Gunner Gunnerness. Oh, you think yeah. you can? This song proves it because he's barely there. <laughs> he's drowned out enough. It worked so well. Such a good song. What do you think? Like it? Not my kind, I think. No? No. Oh, man. I, 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 like, I like something that feels like it's going on. I don't like the breaks. I don't like the downtime. Too much time to think about myself. Oh, if I was walking down Main Street in uh, in Nashville. And Which is where we're at. Yeah. We're not in Main Street. No, but we're, we're in Nashville. You yeah. don't have to qual- qualify. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if I was walking down Main Street and I walk past, you know, all the bars are playing their music and I walk past this bar that's that's got this booming out of it, I would stop in my tracks and turn and walk right in and order myself a whiskey or something, I, even though I don't drink whiskey. It's three and a half minutes long, so by the time you've heard it and you're walking in and you're trying to order yourself thing, the track's almost finished. I know, but I'd get them to play again. Yeah, they won't do that. Yeah, you would. Because yeah. um, Gunnar Scott's part of the brands and, and he loves everyone. And he oh, oh, and with the 400 grand, he bought the bar. Yeah. Only yeah. to play one song. <laughs> It's exactly. not one song he's going to get much royalties from either, so it doesn't even bloody matter. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's slow it all down now. What do you mean? No, we were pumping up, right? We were pumping up, but now it all slows down. And that's pretty fast. Yeah, it's a fast song for something called it's Slows Down. Things that are taking our time. We're running around trying to make a time. I see it in your eyes that you're growing tired, baby. You know I am. I might not even get to see your face tonight. You're running around trying to catch a flight. I'll see you in a couple days, and when it's right, maybe you can hold me. Oh, 
That's a nice one. I like I like the um the sort of the first first there and that first we just sort of uh, came out of that that whole kind of beat and rhythm really gets me and um uh I just love like this is Layla Grant song uh written by um Karen Rochelle and Sarah Siskind uh performed okay, by Layla so Grant. Layla Grant was uh, like a Juliet Barnes knockoff. Yeah, talent she won. Singer. She came second in a talent contest, and then she met um, Will Lexington, the straightest man in Nashville. Okay. Um, and this is clearly like in that sort of. That wasn't the thing that she was period. literally doing. Juliet Barnes songs. Yeah. Songs. Yeah. She doesn't have the same vocal range. Yeah. This is a bit more, you know, Juliet Barnes is a bit more of a deeper piece, whereas Lena's a bit more of a middle range. Yeah. There's, there's difference to it, and it's a bit more wider, mm-hmm. whereas uh, Juliet Barnes is more of a straight singular. Yeah. Lena's voice, voice can boom in multiple, it seems like a, a, nearly a double octave. Mm. And this has, got, this has got that kind of feeling of, you know, she's in that honeymoon period with Will. And, you know, she's talking about um, uh, when you say you love me, it all slows down. It's like she's she's head over heels for him. And listening to this just made me realise I can't wait to see what she is like in season three. Because obviously the way we ended season two with us, the the shock revelation that Will's gay and he's told Layla. I I don't know if that's true. I feel like that's just because he wants to get out of the reality show. All right. (laughs) It's just like, a contractual dispute. Don't you think that it's it's gonna um, be really interesting for her um, musically, or sort of um, creatively? This she's, is the only one on the album, right? For her, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well. Yeah. I'd be very happy to hear more from her because yeah. uh, this is one of the songs I listen to all the way through. Mm. Um, I was I wasn't really on board in that verse, but that chorus hits, and uh, even this time I was mouthing along with it. Yeah. Doing like that. Oh, slow step with my hands, kind of yeah. reaching this. But it's, it's a good, good it's chorus. It's a good, good song. It's it's, 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 it's very Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, and, and it just reminds that's a good thing. Just reminds you that you know she she could have some really interesting places to go in season three. She could. Yeah. But she's already at an interesting place. Yeah, she is. She's in Nashville, Tennessee. And that's who she is. Is that who I am? Knows who she is. Been broken underneath my smile. So you think that I was happy all the while? If I'm being honest, I didn't stand a chance. Is that who I am? Staring at my shadow for way too long. If I never did nothing. That nothing could go wrong I've always been singing I never had a song Is that who I am? I see big bright lights Burning in the atmosphere Calling my name Calling my name. 
Such a good song. jumping the gun on that one no sorry jumping the gunner on that one because this was written in the show it was written by gunner scott um who has got a complete and utter handle on will lexington and he knows his voice perfectly and he knows he knows this he knows that this is who will is as a singer he could do this but he's he doesn't want to reveal himself you know I, this is such a perfect song, written in real life by uh, Aaron Benwood, Sean Shankill and Steve Mokler, um, and performed by Will, Will Lexington in season two. Um, and this is the one we saw him singing in the apartment, and Gunner turns up, and Will says to him, you're going to be the only person who hears this, because it's, well, it's too war. Well, I mean, it turns out that's probably right, because who listens to this podcast and who listens to the album? Oh, we all listen to. Everyone listens to the album. It's nice that they put this the whole song on the on this album. Is it? Yeah. Do you like this? No. It's in. No. Oh. Why not? This is very boring. Oh, but that that chorus that you tried to to get us out on. Yeah, because I forgot <laughs> um, it existed. Yeah. Where he says I still got a lot of soul underneath my skin. That's. Yeah, it's Fresno picks up it. <laughs> it's painful and it's it's, it's emotional yeah and especially the scene that we see this being performed in where he's sat in his bedroom in the in the bungalow and and Gunner sort of kind of turns up and he's you know he's he's bearing his soul because he's still got a lot of it underneath his skin does he though yeah that seems like no one has any souls anymore <laughs> I can't, I'm really surprised you didn't like this. Let's just say uh, you're British, right? I am British. Let's just say this wasn't my kind of cup of tea. Right. <laughs> right. Not my cup of tea. All right. Well, speaking of British, let's uh, go into a song based on uh, a British talk show. Uh, well, it's not really a magazine talk show, show, it's a magazine show. Yeah, magazine show. It's a very popular, it's been on for a few years now. Weekly, weekly? No, it's daily, right? Daily, I believe, yeah. Blimey. Ooh. When is it on? Monday to Friday, so I'd say. Five o'clock. Five o'clock? Five o'clock? Just yeah. for pointless? Yeah, I'd say so. Ah, I probably think it's seven o'clock. All right. Yeah, that'd right. be, uh, that'd yeah, be the right time for this time. Yeah. All right. You know how it goes when you meet somebody that you like somebody, want to hold somebody, but you just can't. Think about somebody as another somebody becoming someone else When it all goes to hell Why can't we keep it on the sweet side? See how it feels to take a slow ride This time 
it's a good song, isn't it? It's okay. It's it's, it's nice. I, 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 it's I don't know. Is this the this is the the lead single from Rainer's new album, right? Yes, I believe so. Mm. I mean, it's not the best lead single. I it's nice and upbeat. It's upbeat, yeah, like, but it just it just doesn't feel like she's coming out of the gate saying, This is Ray James as I am now post car crash. You love me, you know who I am, you know where I've been, and this is me both evolving and hearkening back to what you love about me originally anyway. It just feels like it's generic Ray James. It's like uh, Madonna in the uh, mid noughties. Right. So yeah, I mean it's the same it's more the same at this point. Yeah. When you're evolving. And she doesn't really evolve cool. after that. Still, it's a safe song. I don't, it's I don't, like I don't, a, yeah, but I don't I like, want Ray James to, you know, Madonna and just kind of peter out. I like the rhythm. I want to I die like, another day from Ray James. God. I like the rhythm of it. This time, time, this, this, time, time, this, that time. See? Imagine if she, uh, let, I don't know, Liam come involved in doing some electronic stuff. All right, you can choose one Nashville character to do a Bond song for the next Bond film. Not not No Time to Die, but wherever the next Bond film's going to be. Yeah. And she's one Nashville character to do the song for it. Who did yeah. you choose? Theodore Conrad. <laughs> Obviously. You'd only do it so you can get a free rental of it in Blockbuster. <laughs> well, no, no, they would have to do the world premiere at Nashville, and that's great for the town. That too, yeah. Yeah, you know, didn't that, think about that. that. that it adds up. set in Nashville. It doesn't even have to be set in Nashville. They just have to have like a sequence in Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they'll, they'll do a travelogue sequence. They start in London. They'll yeah. probably go down to the Cayman Islands. Then they'll go up to Nashville, have a big sequence. Then they'll end up in space or whatever. <laughs> oh, man, I want to watch that now. Right. All right, well, let's, uh, let's move on to the, the best song of season two of the entire show for me. Wait, no, we've already had a bunch of... Scarlet songs. This can't be the best yep. song. This is. This is. I mean, I think you you agree. I mean, it better be a Scarlet song. It better not be one of those Gunner songs that you're trying to get me to say I like. <laughs> this ain't just a Scarlet song. It's a full band version. Staring into mine, but it's a battlefield, and you're on the other side. You can throw your words sharper than a knife. And leave me cold in another house on fire I lay alone, lay alone Watch the bridges burn I lay alone, lay alone What more could I have done? Aren't you just tempted to play the whole damn thing? Well, yeah, obviously. It's such a nice slow build, and she's she's getting there, and then when she gets towards the end, the emotion and the anger. Oh. What are you talking about? She's very comfortable, kind, and nice and gentle. Yeah, for now. What do you mean? Yeah, that. Wow. Oh, she's yeah. kind, nice. Oh, yeah, nice, nice and kind. What's this song about? It's about a mother. A mother. 
Like Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, I see. She's getting more angry now. Okay. I'm not getting angry. Debbie Reynolds? She was mother. <laughs> the actress in Bong Joon Ho's mother. Yeah, now listen, listen to the lyric here. In general, I specifically natural based because that's sad if you haven't watched many things multiple times. Yeah, no, I mean no, the Venom. Natural. Let there be carnage trailer. You haven't watched that multiple times. I only watched that once today. Because I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, Venom gets two trailers, but Spider-Man doesn't get one. Okay, I no, because you know Venom has. Well, you have to have a Venom trailer. You have to have an Eddie Brock trailer, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this the the scene that we see her singing it. Um. You know, we, we get a little glimpse of it, I think, an episode or two before. Mm-hmm. But then we get the the full thing uh, when she sings it in front of her mum. And it's her behind the piano. And, like, you know, just the... She's got eyes of pure sort of rage looking at her mum going, this is for you. And I think you agree, this is one of the most powerful songs in the show, right? Johnny. Yeah. How many other songs on this album have I played all the way through? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, this is uh this is the best song on the album. Yeah. This is the this is so far the best song Nashville's ever actually produced. Yeah. So damn good. So damn good. But it's intense. next next up we do have a Did you good... do did you do song credits for this? Um sorry, uh <laughs> sorry, I do apologize, I got too too into it. Got too um, into talking about the song, you didn't talk about yeah. who created the song for you written by lucy schwartz um performed by scarlett o'connor um and written by one person like all the others a lot of the other songs have been written by many other people people putting things together this is just a singular vision of anger and detest yeah oh just perfect but we do get the next song coming up is a nice uh angry song as well it's a big It's a big F you to the music industry. Isn't is it? It? I mean, it, but I'm looking at who sung it, and she's just kind of one of those people who, I don't know. Look, she, she's, she's lost her faith. 
and people seem to think she you know she's not just stolen valor she's stolen more than their hearts they say she stole some i don't know lip balm right <laughs> oh she stole it now you finally ag- agreed now no, no, she, no. She, 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 no 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 again if you put it in the basket it would fall through do you know what else would fall through the basket if you put it in the basket because it goes in this bit dirt it would just it would just it would, it would, the dirt would just fall through don't go putting dirt on a grave just yet I thought things couldn't get much worse, but guess what they did? You hit my heart upside with a wrecking ball, oh, but that's what I get. But I'm not going nowhere, I can live on my prayers. Cause I'm done playing nice, I'm done running for life, cause you think that you got me scared. See another another I think it's the angry songs that are the best in this show. I like the sad songs. The sad songs are great too, but but the angry songs do get you pumped up. I don't know? need to be pumped up anymore. I just need to be sad because the world's on fire. No, but you need a distraction. So well, I don't need to be distracted by the world on fire <laughs> because there's nothing to distract you from the world because we're always living in the world. Yeah. It's um, fire. What did you think of Don't Put Dirt on the Grove just yet? Apart from Which the time? The length of the title. <laughs> the length of the title is as long as how many times we've heard it in the show at yeah. this point. <laughs> true, it's frequent. True. It is frequent. It's good. It's no Black Roses. It is no Black Roses. But it's, it's, one, it's, it, it's one of Juliet Barnes' better songs. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's not got a music video as good as Telescope. True. <laughs> true. I, I don't know why we haven't gone back to Telescope since the second or third episode of yeah. the season. Yeah. First season. It just feels like that was a good song. That had a it good music a good video. Where was this gone? The um the, the guitar riff at the beginning is such a good sort of indicator of like, oh shit's gonna go down. Because remember this was played at the Grand Ole Opry when she was uh inducted into the Grand Ole Opry. This was her choice to sing this song to say, Thanks for in- inducting me into the Grand Ole Opry. Go fuck yourself, Greek country music. And, and that's, that, what you, that's what the youth should be saying to the institution. Yeah. And that whole boom, doom, 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 and it's like, oh, I can sense mm-hmm. something's going to happen now. Yeah, but you don't know what yet. And and Jeff Gordon's in the but crowd. I know she likes like, rock and roll. Yeah. Jeff Gordon's in the crowd going, why didn't she say the apology that I had written out for her? It's on the tem- teleprompter. Why no, didn't no, she read that? She what she doing it now? just says, bean, 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 bean. He's a big England fan. Okay. Um, Three beads this, on the shirt, he says. He counted. <laughs> this was written by Trent Dabbs and Caitlin Smith. Uh, performed. Dabby. Right. Okay. Yep. Performed by Juliet Barnes uh, throughout season two, as you as you rightly pointed out. 
constant, um, almost. It's like half the season was just set to this song. But a damn good, uh, damn good song. And then the third of the season was set to this time. And a, <laughs> and a damn good uh, penultimate song because this would, this next song would be the end of the um, the Target Deluxe version of the album. And then the next songs we've got after that are t- Target exclusive tracks. So let's uh, let's get to the end of the album. How come Target has deluxe but they're exclusive? So it... I know it's weird, isn't it? Was it like a second disc or just like that's MP3s? Yeah, maybe. Mm, you'd hope second disc. Would that be okay? I mean, it would be a life that's good. That's a sweet song, isn't it? Sorry, that's a sweet, sweet, sweet song. Should I like that? No? I wasn't a big fan of it when I first heard it. Okay, but by the time uh, they, they played it again... By the time they played it 500 times, I'm also still like, it's okay. It's a bit cocktail napkin-y. Cocktail napkin-y? Yeah, it's like it's written on the back of a cocktail napkin. Alright. That's wholesome. It's like it's written on the back of a cocktail napkin in the <laughs> bar somewhere, like someone just jotted it down and sent it over and like, there we go, I've written a song. But a, but a wholesome cocktail napkin. No, 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 a cocktail napkin connected to the alcohol of an alcoholic. It's got, got some hole in it, because it's wholesome. I feel like you don't remember that's actually what Deacon says. How it yeah, it. sorry, I remember that. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> But um, but it, I'm it getting into the the the, yeah, the law of the show, and you're just ignoring yeah, that. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's nice, but um, it's just it doesn't go enough of any place. It's yeah, just like it sets itself on one toe. Especially for an ensemble song with uh, Deacon, Maddie, Daphne, and Raina all singing it together in front of the big American flag after um, uh. Michelle Obama's just come on the screen. I think it's after nine eleven. Yeah. Oh yeah. After that too. <laughs> it's 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 a song that would just you know make everyone join hands and sway along okay, to the song. But hear me out. What right. if what, what if instead Michelle Obama finishes up her thing and then Slipknot come out? 
Oh, no. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> like that girl. Um, this is written by written by Ashley Monroe and Sarah Siskind again um, and performed by Deacon in season uh, two I think you find it's episode. Siskind Siskind <laughs> Sisters uh, performed by Deacon and then performed by the Conrad Sisters and then performed by Deacon and the girls and Raina James so the girls but, yeah the Conrad sisters, the the Conrad Claiborne uh, uh, sisters, the, the Conrad Claiborne half half sisters, the country queens. Yes, princesses. I was going to uh, say the Jameses, but then I realised yeah. actually technically it's not because yeah. uh, otherwise I would also make it you know sister catch-up time. Yeah. Oh man, sister catch-up time. Why isn't I mean, there just like a, a like a bonus track which is just sister catch-up? Just them talking. Like, yeah. like a podcast. Yeah, be great. Could, um, could you imagine a podcast about Nashville though? Oh, I mean, Terrible, it would be yeah. amazing. Very bad, don't do that. <laughs> um, well, let's, um, let's, uh, let's get home, shall we? Let's, let's head home to the end of this. The well, we've all done the end of it, because technically that's the end of the uh, CD, right? Uh, well, yeah, but I'm going to carry you home through the, uh, through the exclusive tracks. Through the exclusive tracks, you're going to carry you home. Yeah. I reflect on my reflections. Man, I'm off it. No. You can walk and there's chains round your soul. And the burden's too heavy. And you're running out of As you stumble through the rain and snow, I walk out and find you. I carry you home when you can't speak, cause the words are too strong. Every time that you try. Just comes out of road when your heart screaming out, but no one can hear your song. Oh, I'll sing it for you. I'll carry you. nice good voice makes, makes me want to listen to her song her version of um paul wayfaring stranger again though paul the wayfaring stranger i am a poor wayfaring stranger okay no? what about what about you traveling through this world alone is it i can't remember why would you be doing that though <laughs> you got me here oh i do have you here um, don't let me go anywhere else. You wouldn't carry me home. You yeah, be able to carry me. So this is, I would. No, you're not that strong. I'd get a wheelbarrow. 
Um, it's not a carry then, is it? It's a, carry the wheelbarrow, which, which is carrying you. So. Oh, you can't lift up the wheelbarrow of me. Come on, a wheelbarrow is hard enough, but it's complicated as well at that point. You've got, you know, wheels and angles. Barrows. Um, written by uh, Gordy, Geordie Sampson, Sampson, Caitlin Smith and Troy Verges, um, performed by Zoe Dalton um, for an audition. It took three people to write. Yeah. One wrote carry, one wrote you, one wrote home. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this is um, yeah. It's, I don't hate the song, but it's it's a fine song. But it's, if you, if you accidentally skipped it, you wouldn't go back over back to listen to it, would you? Mm, it's not much of much. Again, yeah. she's got a great voice, but it just doesn't do much as a song. Yeah. It's like and it just seems to be a showcase for her abilities, but you know there yeah. are better showcases for abilities yeah. throughout the show. Early and earlier in the album. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, let's go uh, to Then I Was Loved By You. By who? By you. By who? You. Who? You too. Beautiful day. <laughs> Is that natural guitar sound again? Mm-hmm. Just yeah, say, yeah. I feel like Gary Oldman should have got an Oscar for Tinker Taylor, Big Mistake Maker. <laughs> Maybe I'd been more interested in watching it when I, if it was called that. <laughs> I'd want to find out what, <laughs> well, about, there are a couple of people who are very Will Lexington, if you know what I mean. <laughs> very straight. Definitely straight, hundred yeah. percent. Don't look into it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and again, this is a song that doesn't really showcase Will Lexington as well as other songs have early in the album. You know, it makes sense that these are all exclusive bonus tracks that yeah, you wouldn't really miss. These are the, 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 the ones left on the uh, bottom rung. Yeah. The kind of stuff that Edge Hill would say, well, we'll put it on the back of the best of after yeah. they die. <laughs> exactly. We'll, 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 we'll count a few beans off of this, but uh, we're not going to put that first and foremost when we release our new album on May the 1st to counterbalance Rainer James. <laughs> Let's face it, that's not going to no. be our, that's not what we're going to go on to Good Morning America to perform. Not awful, not great. Just yeah. there. 
just there. It doesn't need to be four minutes, 20 seconds long. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Sorry, if you got him, I guess. Well, let's uh, let's have our final... Um, uh, final track? I wish. No, not our final track, but our final Scarlet track. Oh, oh, oh so are we climbing up the uh, track list, are we? Well, we're falling. We're falling down the track list. We've listened to um, Black Roses. Black Roses. Everything else is. Yeah. It's a weird yeah. piano choice, though. It's a little too jaunty a piano for the. Yes. Yeah. 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 Written by Gareth Dunlop and uh, Kim Ritchie, uh, performed by Scarlett O'Connor. Um, <laughs> just in case you weren't aware. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to say about this, really. Did, where where was this in the show? Do you remember? Um, your wildlife's going to get you down. Uh, so this see. was just around her drug? Performed uh, inside the Dream Tour opening act uh, for the Juliet Barnes Tour. Um, just so before this, she goes crazy? Yeah. Uh, your wildlife's going to get you down. Season 2, episode 18. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's the one before she goes into the rehab. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the one oh. before, the one before, because you your good girl's going to go bad, right? Yeah. 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 Bad times. Bad Just times. like the Anne Royale. <laughs> well, um, do you know what we haven't heard yet? Oh, really I think we have heard there. it. We have heard it. We haven't heard a song from uh, music producer Howie V. Howie V. Howie yeah. V. He's not Nashville. And you, yeah, but you know he's going to bring in a big orchestra. Why would you know that? Howie's over in Los Angeles, right? That's totally Howie V thing to do. He'd get an orchestra in. Is that, is that how they do it in the in the uh, Los Angeles? Oh, yeah. It just stay in country, but let's give it a listen anyway. Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. What? <laughs> yeah, true.
That's an awful one to end on. The fact that they also add reverb to her voice. Yeah. Real, real weird decisions in how they're putting yeah. things together. Yeah. It's just they had no confidence in her, so I'm, I don't know. I don't know why she'd even give the opportunity to record this with them. Well, she'd washed her hands of country music a bit there, so she was looking for, you know, she. I she hadn't she washed her like, hands of the concept of music, though, had she? No, <laughs> but I think she she was trying to open herself up to new ideas, and you know, he he seemed more excited to to be involved with her than she was to be involved with him but she was like oh you know let's see where this road takes me and uh, it takes you down a, a dirt road where you just want to use the dirt to put on a grave just now but that's um that's season two part two uh, season two volume two's uh, soundtrack um, right. the deluxe version because you know we don't mess about on this podcast um i think we agreed best song on the on the album Black Roses. Oh, wow. I thought you were saying don't put Tom Grimm just yet. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, sorry. No. No. no, no. no. Black Roses. I'm not, for, I'm not under your spell, Johnny. <laughs> I'm not under your spell. I'm not under what? your spell. I'm not under your spell. Um, And that's um that's our little break between before season three, which will be next week. We're, next week, we'll be really? starting season three, episode one. Oh, my gosh. Um, we start in season three, episode one, but we don't know if we're going to finish it. We don't know. Um, who, you know, who, knows, who knows what's going to happen when we last left off uh, Raina had two proposals to deal with oh, yeah. um, and Scarlet was getting ready to leave Nashville who knows where we're going to go what's going to happen what's going to happen with um, Juliet and Avery Avery's just found out that Juliet slept with Jeff Fordham because he wanted to count that bean of hers Jesus Christ. Are you proud of yourself? Really? What? Join us next week before I say any more shit.